everybody good morning Guren Wiz fantasy football podcast uh, we've been going through each division uh, talking about the free agent frenzy that we have seen uh, this year not as crazy as normal years but nonetheless uh, some some very curious moves and uh, some teams looking up some teams swimming in the mud and uh, I don't know Wiz I look at this AF, uh, NFC West division uh, I there's a lot of swimming in the mud candidates in this division this year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> to be quite honest here, there hasn't been much activity with the NFC West. I mean, doing my preparation for this podcast, uh, and I'm sure you found this as well, yeah. there really wasn't much stuff going on. I mean, we could start with the Rams, and uh, besides trading uh, Jalen Ramsey for a third-round pick, um, to the Dolphins, uh, Powell, you uh, signing with the Vikings. Um, there hasn't been much activity, and um, the Rams find themselves in a situation where they're just trying to maybe get some draft capital and draft equity back uh, from that Stafford trade. Um, but as far as the Rams go, um, not much really to speak of uh, in terms of stuff that's happened to them uh, acquiring players this offseason. I found actually one player that they signed uh, that was a tight end, Hunter Long. I, I couldn't find much at all. Uh, to, to, to I think Hunter Long was part of the Jalen Ramsey trade, wasn't he? Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he was part of that trade. That is correct. So, yeah, I agree. with. Well, this is a team that's been set back by a number of transactions and trades that they've made over the last few years. Um you know, what's going to happen here uh, remains to be seen. Like, this is a team that was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, uh, won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They, they, they had the greatest fall uh, in the history of the NFL of a, of a champion uh, in the terms of uh, record the next season, uh, and that is the Rams. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's uh, – I look, they, they, they were, there are question marks if the coach was even going to return, right? So, I, you know, there's, there's a lot going on here. Like you said, Ramsey's moved on. It's going to look like a different team. I, I'm pretty worried about Stafford in general. Um, I, I'm very curious to see how people uh, rank Cooper Cup this year, coming off that astounding season in, in 2021 and getting hurt in 2022. Um, yeah, look, Allen Robinson was a complete disaster last year. This is this is a this to me looks like a mess of a team. Um, Cam Akers, they finally decided on him late in the season to be their running back. It actually looked good at times, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have to be paying close attention uh, to what's going on here. But on the surface, you know, the Rams are are definitely a team in transition. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, to your point, Cam, uh, Cam Akers did look like you know the Cam Akers from that that was played for Florida State with that confidence and 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 you know in his rookie year as well and. He had all kinds of problems. At some point, it looked like he was, you know, I think the Rams kind of did everything they could with their due diligence to try to trade that player, and it couldn't work out. It didn't work out, and <clears throat> he ended up playing um, very well uh, the last few games of the year. But um, I'm dubious, as you are as well, uh, about the Rams coming into the season. Um the 49ers, uh, another team that, look, do they have a championship-type roster? Obviously, but they cannot get this thing going at quarterback here. Uh, numerous guys, uh, and when they traded up to, to get Trey Lance, I'm sure in their wildest dreams they couldn't have envisioned this type of situation. So I ask you this, Kyle Shanahan, who supposedly has the magic touch 
with every quarterback that comes in, and I think a, a point can be made that that's true, is he able to turn this thing around to Sam Donald or do you see this situation at quarterback um, for the 49ers continuing to being just a real brain buster about exactly who's going to play? Yeah, this is tough, right? And, 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 and <clears throat> you know, it's a team with talent at the skill set positions, Kittle, Ayuk. Uh, Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you're looking, it's been a tremendous offensive line. There are some changes that are going to be coming to this line because McGlinchey has moved on. Uh, they signed Feliciano from the Giants. Uh, you know, Shanahan has been thought of as, a, as an ingenious offensive mind, but w- when you don't have a band leader, uh, it, it's very tricky. And, and Brock Purdy astounded everyone last year, uh, Mr. Irrele- Irrelevant. Uh, it was very unfortunate what happened in that game where he couldn't throw the ball. He, you know, he had that pretty significant injury to his ulnocarotid ligament. And, uh, and here we are with question marks. Um, Trey Lance, uh, how many football games has Trey Lance played in in the last five years? Very few. Um, and, and he came with a lot of uncertainty to start. Uh, yeah, Sam Donald, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's possible that Sam Donald is a starting quarterback uh, by the time we roll around to September. So, yeah, there are question marks. Yeah, there's a lot to like on both sides of the football. I mentioned the skill set talent at, at the offensive side of the ball. We know they have a tremendous defense. There are some changes here. Jimmy Ward's gone. Um, but, you know, they did bring in some big names like Javon Hargraves from the Eagles. Uh, I, I, I don't know, Wiz. I, I, you're going to need to have somewhat of a stable situation at quarterback uh, to feed a very talented offensive roster. Yeah, and the defense <clears throat> has made some you know, signings well. The defense is just ferocious. I mean, I don't think I'd put any defense in the NFL above the 49ers defense. They're, 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 just, they're just terrific. Um, but uh, we'll have to see how that works out with that quarterback carousel that's been going on with the 49ers these uh, these last few years. And, uh, you know, the Seahawks, um, I got to give Pete Carroll credit, although he's like a wacky guy and he's never honest and truthful about injuries. How that team made the playoffs last year and remarkable. Geno Smith, it really is remarkable. And Geno Smith, the year he had, and, you know, Kenneth Walker, um, as Brees Hall, both, you know, the top two running backs of the draft class last year, both were terrific. And uh, Kenneth Walker is going to have the keys to the kingdom this year and uh, and have a, a tremendous workload. Uh, of course, you know, Lockett and Metcalf always rock solid. And the thing that you got to look for the Seahawks this year is they have a tremendous amount of draft equity. They have four picks in the first 55 picks. Um which is a lot. So uh, they could do a lot of stuff in this draft. They could, you know, want to maybe move up and, and, and take a player that they like maybe in the first round with a couple of their second round picks or, uh, you know, just just use that draft capital to improve that defense. Uh, I did happen to see that Bobby Wagner just resigned yep. with yep. the Seahawks. He did, yep. Um, and um, I, I think there's, based on last year, uh, is there a chance – that they could take Will Levis with that fifth pick, possibly. But um, I'm not sure Pete Carroll at his age, based on the contract that he gave Geno Smith, is going to want to start, like, you know, looking about three, four years in the future. So while I think there's a chance they could take Will Levis, I think uh, maybe taking a defensive player and improving that defense, which was woeful last year, is probably 
number one priority for the Seahawks this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't disagree. Uh, I think it should be a defensive player. John Schneider is one of the more talented GMs in this league, and and he has not had draft capital in a, in a, in a few years now. He does, as you mentioned, he's going to get it this year. Uh, Geno Smith, just an amazing season, and, and, and he was the reason, a, a huge reason for, for, for why Seattle was able to do what they did. Uh, a very impressive run by, by a pretty much a no-name team when you think about it, um, outside of you know, the players that you did mention. But uh, I do think they'll make probably an additional offensive skill set move somewhere later in the, amongst those top 55, uh, four of those picks in the top 55. Um, Defensively, they did make a few moves. They they uh, also signed uh, Devin Bush from uh, from the Steelers, as you mentioned. Wagner, uh, Jamal Adams didn't even play last year. He was hurt the whole year. So you know, it is a defense that could move in a, in a positive direction. I think Wagner certainly gives them that veteran leadership in the locker room, and uh, of course, the familiarity with the system, given the fact that he was a uh, a stalwart in this defense for, for such a long period of time. So, look, Seattle, I think, is the closest contender in this division when I look at the teams to to the Niners. Um, and I think if the Niners can't figure out that uh, that, that situation at quarterback, uh, I think this division is ripe for the taking for, for, the, for the Seattle Seahawks with the changes that they're about to make in this draft, Wiz. Yeah, I think there's some descending teams, and I think Seattle with that draft equity um, – young, talented running back, terrific receivers. And then if they could kind of do this year what Carolina did a few years ago where really just load up with all of your picks and and improve that defense, there's no reason I agree with you that Seattle cannot contend uh, for the NFC West, which leads us to the Arizona Cardinals. And I guess let's 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 start with the good because there's not much good, but they bring Jonathan Gannon, uh, Jonathan Gannon over, the defensive coordinator from the Eagles, and the other good news is you have a defensive-minded coach, and they're going to get Will Anderson with that third pick, uh, who is an absolute game wrecker, um, uh, just an unbelievable pass rusher. Um, so I think that's the good. The bad news is they just have to start over. They have to tear this thing up, right? I just feel like they got to get what they can for Hopkins, um, and then and then move on from that. So try and get a little bit more draft equity. Uh, I know there are teams. Uh, last thing I read about that was that the Buffalo Bills are really now trying to get uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So you got to really start over and. Uh, Having Gannon, taking Will Anderson is a good starting point, but uh, that team has been set back by bad coaching, bad draft picks, bad players, um, and I don't know, you have an optimistic view or something optimistic about Arizona? I, I don't. Well, yeah, optimistic that Kingsbury's no longer there. That that that's a plus because he was a terrible football coach. Uh, he got very little out of this team. He came with a lot of hype, despite the fact that he had a losing record in college. The guy, the guy couldn't even win with Patrick Mahomes in college. Uh, you know, with, with a consistent, with any consistency. So, good riddance to him. Um, I, I think he was a lousy football coach. Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, obviously he got hurt late in the season. Uh, he has been massively inconsistent. Uh, there was a lot of hype around this player. I'm not sh- even sure that we don't see him on the baseball field sooner than later, quite frankly. Uh, who's going to be starting at quarterback to start the season? I- I'm not sure Murray's going to be ready. So does that mean it's Colt McCoy? Or, you know, I, I, do- I don't know. Um, I guess the one thing, uh, a couple of guys that, that certainly had, uh, obviously Marquise Brown is here, but 
guys that made some difference during the fantasy season last year. Maybe this opens up an opportunity for guys like Dortch or Rondell Moore if he can stay on the field. Um, it'll be a different offensive philosophy, of course. But, yeah, Anderson, the fact that he's going to be on the Cardinals after, after that third pick, that's, that's probably the most positive team. But, but this is a team, along with the Rams, uh, I, I don't like either of these football teams. And I would say from a fantasy perspective, teams that I am not going to be keying on to start the season. Yeah, I mean, you know, Arizona has just got to be basically starting over, and um, you know, we'll, we'll see where Hopkins ends up. But that—that's almost assured that uh, he's not going to be with Arizona <clears throat> next year. And, uh, and by the way, know, I, I will say this: was the guy who may be the biggest beneficiary of everything that we're talking about here, Trey, Trey McBride, who at the end of the season he was drafted last year quiet start to his rookie season, but started to make some noise late in the season. He may be the biggest beneficiary fantasy-wise uh, for everything that's happening in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a good young player, and uh, you know, you just don't know what the quarterback play is going to look like. I think for him personally, his numbers will probably be better off if, if Colt McCoy is playing, a guy who likes to throw those type of passes. Uh, but, uh, man, it's hard to uh, recommend <laughs> just looking at this thing at a first glance, uh, you know, as we getting you know, April first, it's going to be hard to recommend any fantasy players uh, from the Arizona Cardinals this upcoming season. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. All right, Wiz. So uh, that's the wrap up on the uh, on the NFC. Uh, hopefully, we uh, our, our listeners find this helpful. Uh, I think it's good for us too to kind of survey the landscape and. Uh, Look, this is when the work starts, like we talked about. Uh, so uh, we'll be doing the AFC next. Maybe by the time we start the AFC East, uh, a trade will be worked out for Aaron Rodgers. But that uh, is not a hold-your-breath moment, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but nonetheless, fun wrapping up the NFC, Wiz. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Make sure you're subscribing. Got to do the work now, everybody. Wiz, take care. You too. Thanks a lot.